This is Season 5, Episode 10 of Beyond the Illusion. Thanks for joining us. I hope you're all doing well. In this episode, Tiana and I have a conversation with Michael Thornhill. Some of you may remember Michael from Season 3 when he joined us for a very interesting conversation that included a live channeling session where Tiana and I were allowed to ask questions to the galactic beings he was channeling. It was an amazing experience, so you'll be happy to know in this conversation, he once again channels a group of galactic beings which answer some pressing questions that have been on our minds. In addition to the channeling, Michael brings us up to date on what he and his wife Jamie have been up to in Peru, which is where they live and hold plant medicine ceremonies, as well as a variety of other services for people. Michael and Jamie truly live a life of service to others and I'm both grateful and happy that we were able to talk to Michael again. Let's go to that conversation with Michael Thornhill, the Galactic Beings, Tiana Roser, and myself, Tim Howe. a lot of changes recently so can you please kind of review you know what it is that you do for the people who don't know about you and then also let us know like what's going on with everything for you right now yeah sure Tim Tiana thank you so much for for having me back absolute pleasure to be with you both it feels like so long ago but it's not really been that long and I think that's just the nature of the kind of world that we're living in with so many changes and transformations. I can just say on a personal level, this last year has been definitely a deep dive into transformation of deeper trauma patterns, behaviors, and kind of really more inner truth seeking, I would say, which has been for myself and also for my wife, Jamie, we're co-founders of Casa Galactica. Um, we provide healing and awakening for inner truth seekers, and we do that in a variety of different ways. We do plant spirit healing treats, uh, Noyarao dieters, and different plant dieters, um, drinking ayahuasca, sharing ayahuasca with participants who are here to help them heal and awaken. And we also provide online channeling sessions, intuitive mentorship really teaching people how to connect to their own multidimensionality to empower your healing. So we have a whole host of different online workshops and one-on-one sessions and trainings. And we also have our plant spirit healing work that we do in person that we're actually beginning to reopen again uh, this spring after a little hibernation as the world turned inwards, as did we. Uh, and now we're excited to, to come back out into the world. But like you said, Tim, we have had a lot of different changes reflective really of the type of work that we've been doing with our clients online and also reflective of the world that we live in. We've moved back to the Sacred Valley in Peru. So we're based in Peru. So we're now in the Cusco region and we are opening a new retreat center here in the Sacred Valley in the mountains. And we're doing a small retreat center that houses at the moment, just to begin with just three people to be able to take them on very intimate journeys, uh, depths into their inner selves to heal trauma and to connect to their own multidimensionality. 
So we're really super excited about doing this in this intimate setting. We have worked um, just doing single night ceremonies before in this small setting. And we're also now beginning to also offer plant spirit training or plant spirit healer training for those who are wishing to work within plant spirit healing modalities in a trauma-informed way, which basically means helping people to heal themselves, to be empowered to heal themselves in a way that's not going to be re-traumatizing, that, that takes into account that people may have experienced some trauma either consciously or unconsciously in life, and then be able to really teach people all that we've learned along our path of helping others, of healing trauma within ourselves and being of service, and to help create a space where people can learn how to hold space for others in a trauma-informed setting and to be able to help people heal and transform and to really awaken to that inner truth, that passion, and share that light with the world. So we're super excited to, to be opening this again this spring, and we'll be updating our website very soon at casagalactica.com. And in the meantime, we've also been doing some really interesting online workshops. I've been running a healing evolution workshop, which has been taking people through the fundamentals of healing trauma, but from the perspective of non-duality, and the perspective of moving beyond the trauma, moving beyond getting stuck as it sometimes can be in that state of victimhood or being stuck at the state of the pain and the suffering, and then using that transformational process as a catapult into the non-dual realms, into that connection with oneness, that direct connection with source, and using that as a healing modality that can transcend but not bypass the healing of trauma. And so this has been a really powerful workshop series that we've been running over the last four months or so and currently at the minute planned we have another one uh, in february and another one in march so far we may extend this but the next title is triggers as portals for evolution and then the other one we have is dissociation it's not your fault so we're looking at very different topics within this series as a gateway into looking at one angle or one perspective of what people may be going through especially through the pandemic we've had things looking at addiction, uh, looking at healing the inner child, looking at the fundamentals of healing trauma. And those will be available as well, the recordings for anyone who's interested in that. So please feel free to, to reach out if any of those other ones that we've mentioned uh, spike your interest in any way. But yeah, thank you for, for having us back. Thanks so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for coming back on to talk to us. Have you noticed kind of an increase recently of people needing this kind of work or needing this kind of help, you know, through your workshops? Um, because it seems like, you know, the world we live in is just getting weirder and weirder every day. And it's getting more intense too, for a lot of people. I know even myself working through my own stuff, it's been a really powerful time, you know, all since, you know, this whole last year, really. So I'm just kind of curious, have you seen that reflected in the clients that come to you? Yeah, for, for sure. And and this was one of the reasons why I created the, the Healing Evolution online workshop series. If you want to find more about that, just go to the casagalactica.com page and go to online programs and there'll be the details of the upcoming workshops there. But this really was an answer to a call that I had perceived through my work where I feel that there's been a shift of people who were not necessarily only doing their work before being interested in this type of work and this type of healing and transformation work, but people then being almost backed into a corner 
might seem like of like, okay, so many different structures in my life are beginning to fall away. I, I need something different. The, the, the usual prescription of whatever has been assisting me through this process is, is no longer working and looking to do that on a scale in a group scale, which also has helped the members of the group who have been coming regularly to this to also find connection and community with others who are also saying, Hey, Oh, it's okay. It's not just me that's having this tough time. And then people learning from the community of that group. So yeah, I definitely feel that there's been more of an outreach for this type of work. Our response really what's helped us see what our role in, in the world in service to others is at this moment in time really feels like working with people in an in-depth, intimate, personalized setting, which also can also have enough protocols in place that makes it safe to be able to do that in a small setting rather than the bigger groups and accommodating all of the different factors that we we need to do to do this work safely these days. But this work in an intimate setting that really helps people not only just peel across a few layers, but we found that working in these intimate groups, in these small settings, in this personalized way, help people go to the core limiting beliefs very quickly to be able to reveal them and then have a paradigm shift or a complete lens shift of life where that limiting belief or behavior may have been infiltrating every relationship, every idea, every situation, and then beginning to allow the the, the house of cards to begin to fall down. And then through that, create a nurturing environment that gives people the tools and the processes to be able to create a foundation of a life that's in alignment. Because what I've found through my work online with people over these last couple of years is that the pandemic has been a great equalizer in a way that it has shone a light to those areas of people's lives which are no longer working or were the ones that were on autopilot that were out of alignment that no longer could withstand the pressure of that container, which is now like the pressure from carbon turning into a diamond, if you will, that giving people the motivation to be able to see this is not working, this is not working, this is not working. And we found one of the easiest ways is to show people through action, through conscious behavior, through ourselves, through the work that we offer, viable solutions, which are not kind of years away and remind people that the answer is here and now and, and that you're already free and that you have all the tools that you need with inside you. You don't need all of these healers and all of these other modalities, which obviously can be very, very beneficial. But the empowerment of that healing is helping people turn within and find those answers for themselves. And that that's what the work that we're really passionate about at the moment is reminding people that you're infinite, reminding us that you're that you are oneness, that you have everything you need, and then just creating systematic and practical ways to help someone connect to that and remember that and then evolve in their own way to help others heal and evolve themselves as well. Yeah, that's also the model that uh, I like to work, that, you know, empowering people, not having them uh, come to me to to fix them or, you know, give them the answers, which, you know, we, none of us can really do that for another, but to help um, them find that within themselves. I also really saw an exponential shift as far as people coming in for trauma work last year it just got really intensified and myself and other 
helpers, healers, you know, working in the wellness field, practitioners that I know were just overwhelmed with the need. So I think it's wonderful that you're focusing particularly on trauma and in a very, I like the way that you are reframing it, you know, as a, which I mean, it is, but I think people don't always look at it this way as a, as a doorway for our awakening and our empowerment. And I think for things like you and I that we do, sometimes people come to it just seeking the the rainbow, <laughs> you know, looking like, oh, I, I want to, you know, I want to feel my soul mm-hmm. and I want to, con- but as you're saying now, there's not really a choice, but to do our work. So, you know, not just the people who were kind of like chasing the rainbow are coming, but now just everything, like you said, that's not in resonance of our authentic self or our highest truth is falling away. And so people are looking for uh, that support to help them move through that transformation. And so anyway, I really like that you are doing these intimate groups because uh, at least in the plant medicine arena, I have noticed that there are these really large groups, you know, it's become very popularized and there's very large groups that oftentimes are not a a great container um, because so much will come up within people and there's not enough support individually in such a large group. So uh, that sounds really exciting as far as the shift for your work. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for that, Tiana. Yeah, I think one of the interesting things about this time on earth for me has been is the recognition of going with the flow of the containment or isolation or the issues that may have arisen and the challenges which have arisen rather than resisting them, embracing them and using them as a fuel to go inwards is almost like surfing a wave, although it's it's been a pretty gnarly wave, you might call it in, in, in that sense, but using this time of great transformation and pointing it so that as we arise from this, as we arise from those ashes, we arise in the direction that we want to, which is, in my opinion, the work that is occurring on earth right now, when people are willing to face it, go towards it, finding that support is transforming what might take taken decades otherwise. And so I, I'm, I'm very optimistic about what's arising on the other side of this, when people are standing on their own two feet empowered, when people are recognizing, oh, I have had trauma. Oh, there are people out there to help me. So I think that's I think that's really exciting. And yeah, we're we're very excited to take people into that to that in-depth work in, in these in these intimate settings um in the plant medicine realm as well. So if you're listening to this and you are interested in this because our website may not be updated about these small groups before this goes live, please feel free to just reach out via our contact form and, and you'd be happy to come on our waiting list and we'll we'll update you as soon as they as soon as they arise. You you mentioned uh decades, but I was thinking even life you know, lifetimes, like the time that we're in now is a time to clear and heal trauma from lifetimes. Mm-hmm. And we just had our favorite astrologers on to give the overview of the year. And, and, you know, they were saying like, not just this year, but, you know, not only is it not over (laughs) what we're going through this year, it's, you know, it's going to, it's going to be years of a process. And so we need to accept that. And like you said, ride the wave. It's so important that we remember that we chose to come 
incarnate at this time because we wanted to do this healing work because we wanted to clear and transform things that we've been carrying karmically for however many lifetimes and this is this amazing opportunity to work through all of that trauma and to shift and transform and embody our highest divine self wow that's beautiful i agree with you yeah i completely agree i think a lot of people are experiencing that on many levels they're um they're finding out that like you were saying earlier michael about you know uncovering you know the the traumas and the things that are underneath the surface that we sometimes never even knew about or, or weren't conscious of it, it made me think of something something you just said which which i thought was important was uh going to the core of people's limiting beliefs and then you know doing that with the intent that they can then live in alignment is what you said and i like that a lot because it kind of implies that maybe you don't know what you really want you know until you kind of uncover some some of these things that that are underneath the surface and then you can get clear about that do you feel like that's something that happens with with you and your clients doing this kind of work i'd like to think so the work that i have predominantly been doing it's interesting we're we're reaching at this podcast and when we spoke a few months ago and said we'll we'll get together and we'll talk in february and we'll uh, come in january it'll come out in february and we'll have a, a few different things that you may be doing or we said okay yeah it's really interesting because we're really transforming our whole website our offerings at the moment in alignment with the kind of changes as we're kind of coming back out into the world so if you go to my website currently uh, via casa galactica you'll see that i have a channeling session a learn to channel session a healing session and trauma healing sessions um, at the moment, I'm just really processing that into a singular session, a singular type of session, because no matter what people have really come to me for over the last two years, it's always ended up just going straight to that. What is the limiting belief which is holding you back and presenting a false sense of reality upon your life that you're believing? So the people could come and, and want to talk about this and that. And of course we'll discuss those things, but spirit works through me in a way. It always seems to be going, how do we get to that core point as quick as possible? Because that's the thing that's going to really transform and change the whole worldview and then really help someone step into that alignment. So a lot of that work really has been for people has been unconscious trauma and that the unconscious trauma is then what has left the imprint, which has formed beliefs, which is then what people, including myself, believe the world to look like, the reactions, the interactions, the relationships. So how the sessions with me work online, which are mainly at the moment are called trauma healing sessions, but that may change again uh, soon, is I work with people in a way with different healing modalities uh, taking people through guided visualizations, ch through channeling to help people to get directly in touch with what that limiting belief may be or what that trauma or what that, that fear, that what that PTSD or what that level of abuse may be. But what's interesting is that as we work with spirit in that context to help someone get in touch with that consciously, to be able to heal and release that, to create space for that true alignment to set forth, we then work with 
Icaros and light language and healing songs from spirit that then help people to go deeper into that, into a semi-altered state within the, the session to be able to experience that not too dissimilar from an ayahuasca ceremony because these are the same healing songs and Icaros from the Shipibo tradition that I, I've studied in and that, that we hold these plant medicine ceremonies in. But what was really interesting through the pandemic was it, it really helped me with my own limiting beliefs of this recognition that everything is here, everything is now. And whether you ingest a plant medicine or not, the access to spirit, the access to working with these energies, the access to working with these beings is, is here and now, whether it's on zoom or if it's in person and, and the results from that have been absolutely tremendous of, of people who come and work and who've been doing therapy for 10, 20 years, not been able to get past that. Some reason, somehow working with spirit in this way, which is this this awesome alignment that I would say that's come through to help guide people into that has been incredible. It's been incredible to see the results of people changing their lives from people who have been suicidal, people who have been heavily depressed, addicted, full of anxiety to coming through and then not only healing the trauma, not only coming back to what you might call like a normal baseline, but then get an experiential understanding of what unconditional love is, what a non-dual state is, to be able to see through the illusion and then to be able to see that through that lens. And it's like people are able to look back at their traumas and where it might have been them feeling like a, a small person in a a room that was like dark and full of trauma. It's not like from that that view zoomed out to the edge of the galaxy, looking back at that small house of trauma and then recognizing that you're not the person in the house, you're, you're beyond the galaxy. So it's reframing people so that that, that feeling of trapped, that feeling of being helpless, that feeling of being alone, that feeling like I'm not good enough, it can't withstand the vibration of oneness and unconditional love for so long because if you expose yourself to that with a teacher or a, a therapist or, or a healer that is so convicted within that, that gets transmitted and then those beliefs, those limiting beliefs, eventually just get shook up so much that you have an option to see them for what they are. And when you see them for what they are, when you truly see it, when you, when you, when you, like, it's like when you watch wrestling and you realize wrestling's not real anymore, you can't believe that it's real. So it's like, it changes the way that you see that. It's just been such an honor to have so many people trust me in this setting online and just to come and, and, and trust this process. And it's been really interesting as well. And reaching back around to what you were saying earlier, Tim, people who perhaps would not have been open to the type of channeling work that I do to wouldn't necessarily be open to this kind of like non-dual trauma healing work who are just willing to try something else. And then having the experience and going, this is actually really working for me. And it's just been, it's just been phenomenal. And of course, every session that I do with someone, every time that I tune in, it's an opportunity for me to see more of my own truth. It's an opportunity for me to see and understand more about that and feed that back into my work. So I'm just in incredibly grateful to have been able to be of service to, to so many people through this time. That was a beautiful description. Yeah, I loved how you said that. Mm -hmm. You could really uh, envision it. And yeah, that's how I feel as well. I think there's absolutely you know, a place for traditional type of counseling and psychotherapy, depending on the practitioner. 
but it can be limiting because it's working on maybe just the mental or emotional level. Like you said, if you can move beyond that to the spiritual level at a much higher vibration and frequency, you know, it's kind of like where they say something about how you can't solve a problem from the same consciousness that it was created or something like that. Uh, That's what I think of with that. And so, yeah, initially when I started my Reiki energy healing practice and my hypnotherapy practice, I wasn't so sure if it was going to turn people off by mentioning spiritual things in there, because what if somebody isn't open to that? But then I realized like, no, I really want to work with people who are open to that because otherwise I feel like my arm is tied back. Like I'm not able to utilize some of the tools that could really help people if they're not open at all to the idea of a spiritual reality. You know, I can still work with them, but it really limits the way that I can work with them. And so I decided, no, just put it all out there. And then the people that are open to that will come to me. And I'm sure, you know, I I really do believe everything it's so energetic as far as how did somebody find you and work with you online, right? You have people from all over the world that are, you know, coming to you because it's a vibration and it's a resonance and, and that they are drawn to you because you're the right person to work with them. But I totally understand what you're saying about how rewarding it is for us as well and how we can continue to grow and evolve through helping others. Yes, I agree. You said something earlier, Michael, that that really kind of piqued my interest, and that was that you use channeling, and that I think that is fairly unique um, for a healer to use channeling as a method of uh, kind of helping people, like you were saying, find those core beliefs. And I guess my question about that is, is do you feel like uh, sometimes that while you're channeling, is it like they're guiding you to the right questions to ask so that you can help them? Or how does it, how do you think that works? Yeah, for sure. Um, great question. So my experience of channeling, so my, my wife, Jamie, she's a amazing intuitive medium and together we really have found that channeling and intuitive and connecting to higher consciousness and oneness is just really what flows through every facet and aspect of our work because it's not me that's doing the work. I'm here as a a channel, as a a vessel for that. It's not Jamie who's doing the work. It's she's a channel and a vessel. The work from our side is being dedicated, dedicating to heal ourselves, to become a clear channel, to be able to really polarize in service to others and here in highest alignment and then that really sets up like the concert hall. It's like then the, the the real musicians can come in and play through us that know all the notes. When that is kind of orchestrated and that happens, the words that will come out of my mouth, they are not pre-orchestrated. They are something that, that comes through. I don't know what word's going to be said. I don't know what word's going to be said, but it's it's like, again, talking about another wave, but this is a wave, a stream of healing consciousness of jumping onto that and allowing my body, my mouth to be able to be used to help create that healing vibration for other, others to be able to heal themselves. So really all of the channeling work, all of the healing work really, from my understanding is becoming a divine reflection to someone else of a process which they are in so that they can see and understand that them directly themselves. And as we were talking about earlier, Tiana, about 
empowering someone to heal themselves because when when someone says they're a healer or i'm a healer it's like i'm not healing someone i'm here being a someone who is holding a space for someone to heal themselves and and that true healing only really connects with people in my understanding when people are connected to that infinite oneness and that 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 one consciousness and that understanding of that and that heals all wounds so that's my understanding of metaphysical healing and how that and how that's most effective. So yes, this channeling is really about really setting the intention of the space. What Jamie and I are really good at in this sense, in my opinion, is being able to hold this multidimensional space in a trauma-informed and an ethical way that creates something that's kind of a cross between psychotherapy, although Jamie and I are not trained psychotherapist but we have such tenacity and devotion to create in trauma-informed spaces because of our own history of being traumatized of being abused and also have had healing sessions and been in spaces that have not been trauma-informed and seen the damage with that's done so we work in collaboration with spirit to be able to create allow that space for that infinite one consciousness and wisdom to flow through us and again i just want to make that clear as I'm saying this, this is something that everyone can do. It's not something that's limited to someone who calls himself a healer. This is just the nature of reality, the nature of human consciousness. Everyone's able to do this. We've just practiced this and other people practice this. And if someone wants to learn, we teach that. You can learn that. Other people teach that. So we're not trying to separate or say that this is unique to us, but we're very passionate about doing that in a way that helps people heal trauma, activate their intuition, empower their healing and embody their truth. And that's really at the core of what we do. Um, so when we talk about channeling, it's really always in alignment with that, in alignment with those those facets of, of the healing modalities. There are other people out there that do different types of channeling and other things, but we found healing and awakening, aligning with that and finding people come to us for that and allowing spirit to work through us in that way. Speaking of channeling, you're going to do some channeling for us today. Is that right? We can do. Yeah, that would yeah, be great. That'd be great. If that's okay. Yeah. Sure. What would you like to discuss? What could we do to prepare ourselves for this year, for the shift that we're in? Well, you've already been preparing for multiple lifetimes. So you can take the pressure off in this idea that you need to do something here and now to prepare for this. Notice that there are many multidimensional energies around you, synchronicities, situations that continuously help you prepare through those different relationships, those friendships, those understandings of trauma of healing that you're going through. So with regards to if you didn't do any more preparation, know that you would still be fully prepared. So we're taking the pressure off firstly to begin with. However, the next thing that you can do is prepare the physical vessel. Eat healthy, exercise, be out in nature, find yourself in a balanced life, grounding, find yourself in communion and community in support with others in whatever way that feels suitable and appropriate for you. So really creating the perfect ground for you to be able to flourish similar to how a garden, how the soil may be fertilized in whatever way how it may be turned or how the weeds may be removed. This is the idea of detoxification within your body, detoxifying, eating healthy and having fun. 
didn't think we would say fun have some fun enjoy yourself that is preparation too because it allows yourself to rise above the darker clouds which you may have found yourself in some of you may have forgotten what fun is how important fun is so we are reminding you go and have fun play for play's sake enjoy that give yourself absolute permission to enjoy yourself and give that as much priority as you give as brushing your teeth have some fun every day yeah i i couldn't agree more uh <laughs> about yeah i'm constantly talking to my clients about play and the necessity of it and how it recharges our batteries yeah i was wondering how do we discern the difference between spiritually detoxing you know ascension type symptoms or illness because it seems like sometimes it's hard to know when what's what's what when we're going through it yes we understand so there's the idea of being out of alignment so we'll talk about the idea of being out of alignment and we can talk about this if you are out of alignment for a prolonged period of time you may find yourself having physical symptoms as what you have said or having some physical symptoms as well which are not necessarily a deep illness but they are the beginning of you recognizing that the physical body the physical being is not in alignment therefore there being a nudge and saying you should align yourself before you find yourself coming ill so this is one of the start points where you might find yourself feeling off the next part to say is that if any of you are feeling ill in this sense then find yourself get checked get tested for whatever you might find yourself feeling ill with and then you'll also know perhaps if this is not something as serious or perhaps you are just feeling a little bit out of alignment does that make sense Yes. The idea in my mind is that while I'm here on earth, I'm going to continue to embody higher and higher vibrations of my divine self, that I've come here to be the embodiment of my divine self. And as I go through that journey, awakening and embodying higher consciousness here on planet earth, doesn't that sort of necessitate some kind of some detoxing or I, I will go through these kind of sometimes lower points and then higher points? Or is it possible just to go higher and higher with ease and grace and, and not experience it uh, with discomfort? Yes. So what we will describe now is more of the ascension symptoms, which you were referring to here. So some of you may experience ringing in the ears or sometimes have a headache or sometimes find yourself fatigued. Take time to rest, hydrate, and also physically detox the body as this is an emotional detox. And as you're talking about embodying higher states of consciousness, you can really see this or imagine this as a snake shedding its skin. And you can imagine that that might be a slightly uncomfortable process. And what you are doing is releasing the lower vibrations or the unmatched vibrations of energy. So as you go through that process, it's almost like going through a cocoon. So you may find yourself feeling a little bit under the weather for one or two days. It's not necessarily that you are ill. But again, 
If you are feeling ill and you're not sure, please continue to check out with your physical healthcare professionals if you are feeling worried about that. And then you can discern that in that way. But yes, it's not unusual for you to have these different types of fatigues and emotional purges as you go through these deeper transformations on your planet. You may find yourself purging these energies. You may find yourself feeling sick. You may find yourself releasing those emotions, which can be quite intense. They can get stuck in the stomach area. They can feel like nausea. And this is the weight of the tension that you've been carrying for years and lifetimes being felt and being released. So there are many different symptoms that you may experience in this way. Thank you. Yes. Does that answer your question? Yes. Uh, I have a question. So uh, it's been my own personal perception that um, that there's more energy available on on the whole planet right now, and I I want to know first of all if that's accurate, and also it seems to me that this energy can kind of be used, and it's um, I'm feeling like I'm having more. Uh, intuition and, and psychic phenomenon happening and I'm wondering if that's part of this increased energy availability and if we can if we're going to continue to experience these kind of things and, and maybe what else we could expect from that yes we'll discuss the idea of the collective at this moment in time so the collective also applies to the personal or the individual. So we may also choose and change between the two ideas, but they are interchangeable. So as the collective is shedding the snake skin, so to speak, over and over and over again, the thickness of that wall of skin, or i.e. the veil, becomes diminished or decreased. Therefore, access to these multidimensional realms which have in fact always been accessible, are now more open and available to you. And especially if you use that increased awareness that you have been cultivating, our dear friend, talking to you personally, if you use that increased awareness and turn that upon itself, so the energy which you have found within your own being becoming free, becoming more accessible and awareness, and then rather than letting that go out to waste perhaps becoming aware of the awareness that's become aware of that awareness and turning that inwards towards oneself then you'll find yourself becoming more aware of those things and releasing deeper levels of limiting beliefs and finding more access to those psychic phenomenon i.e the simultaneity of all things and being able to access this and to use this in benefit for yourself and others does that make sense yeah thank you I was wondering, is it guaranteed that we're moving into this new earth? Because some people talk about, you know, these different timelines and some people, you know, even one of our guests had a vision of sort of this kind of dire outcome timeline. And, and I mean, I, I don't know, I have different ideas about like, oh, maybe all these, all these timelines are possible, but through our own conscious choice or focus, we align ourselves with a particular timeline or... What are your thoughts or what's your perspective on timeline shifts and um, moving into new earth? 
The first thing to recognize is whichever timeline that you find yourself on, whether it be one that has dire consequences or one be of a utopia, it has no effect on your actual beingness. It has no consequence upon your oneness. It has no negative effect upon you whatsoever. So should you find yourself temporarily in a time-based realm experiencing one of the more said negative experiences or negative realities, understand and know that's because what you had chosen. It's what you wanted. It's what you needed. Therefore, there is nothing wrong. So this fear which arises from those potential negative timelines, it's only if you find yourself on one that you find that you have already been there because you chose to be there. This does not mean that there is something wrong or that you are not more spiritually evolved than one or another. It's just the nature of this reality experience in which you've chosen to learn, love and grow in this way. So do not fear. You cannot find yourself on the wrong timeline per se. However, you can begin to choose how you shift and transform and on what level or relative level you find yourself experiencing those perhaps more deeper or darker negative timeline experiences, i.e. if you take responsibility for your own actions and behaviors and energetic vibration, which has caused you to find yourself within that realm and sphere. Does that make sense? Yes. So then not that being your fault, again, it's not blame, but just being aware of what is this vibratory realm or timeline a match for me within my current state of being. And then allowing that to illuminate that part of you to bring awareness to that, which can then say, I wish to continue to integrate, to incorporate this aspect of myself and remain here in this and continue to learn over and over. Or you can then begin to understand that it's not permanent and then reach out for support in whatever way it may be in your own healing modalities or friendship groups or support or professional help, and then begin to transform and shift those things. We'll bring this back now into what is currently occurring on the earth, which many of you collectively have then found yourself in these more negative-based timelines. We use the negative as the perception of what is the collective humanity calling this a negative experience, although, of course, that's only a perspective. But as you find collectively that you're in that, you see that as you begin to transform, as there have been many things shared by this channel in this episode here, that the transformation is being occurring through this surfing of the wave of the energy, which has been directing each and every one of you inwards. And the amount of time which you choose to stay in one area on some level depends upon the amount of effort, energy you are willing to use that energy to transform whatever the vibrational matches that you find yourself in. This is not blame. However, it is inviting you to take accountability for that vibration which you find yourself in. And thus and therefore choosing your vibration and then on some level choosing the next timeline or experience which you find yourself in more consciously because you've chosen to get behind the wheel rather than be a passenger. This doesn't mean that you want to turn the car around and go the wrong way because the immovable force of consciousness in this one direction of transformation moving through the earth is so powerful and agreed upon collectively that will transform all beings, all life forms. Allowing yourself to consciously steer and direct based upon that awareness which you find, turning that awareness back on oneself and seeing that awareness expand and take you in new exciting directions. 
Just like after a forest fire, the different life that grows from the forest floor in these fertile times, know that you are approaching this soon, our dear friends. Know that you're approaching this. And as you do, expand into this and allow your consciousness to direct you in the direction, in the choices that you truly prefer. And we wish to make the disclaimer, this is not the lower self or the ego self or the afraid self, which is choosing this. Allow your higher self to choose and take you to places beyond what you know is possible. Thank you. Thank you. I have a question. It's similar to, to what we've been talking about, but it's more uh, in terms of the, the physical world that we find ourselves in. And my question is, do you have any insights into the kind of changes that are going to be coming for us in terms of maybe our financial system, for instance? Because as far as we can tell right now, it seems like there's a lot of turbulence and um, kind of changing of the existing institutions and systems. And so I'm just kind of wondering if there's any way to know that what kind of changes we could ex expect in terms of our maybe our financial system or even our technology or, or any of these areas. What we can say as a whole without giving too much away or going against any of the free will of those listening or a part of this conversation, we can say that the transformation on your planet will be biological in terms of the upgrades which you find yourself being more exposed to these psychic events. If you wish to discuss a technology it would be most that we would like to talk about is the upgrade of the humanitarian system, i.e. human consciousness being able to perceive things simultaneously, each and every one of you beginning to channel, being able to open to this one consciousness, being able to access your infinity in this way. Thus and therefore, the reliance upon technology may become less and less because the recognition of all the things that you need are within you will allow you to upgrade your civilization in this way through the recognition of consciousness expansion. With regards to said changes within financial systems, this is not something that we are prepared to discuss in this way. We can say that the continued development of consciousness on the planet will be directly related to the way that systems, politics, governments begin to respond as a response to the grassroots movement of collective consciousness change. In other words, it's optimistic as we see it from our viewpoints. Thank you. Does that answer your question satisfactorily? Yes. Yes. Is there any final message that they'd like to share um, that might just be of the most service to our listeners? You don't have to do it alone. The idea of this internal inquiry, the internal introspection, the facing of trauma, the overcoming of challenges, there is an invitation to outwardly unite. This does not mean to not see the benefit of internal inquiry yet is an open invitation for community, for friendship, for relations, for being in community with others. 
and allowing this driving force of open heart consciousness to be a catalyst for the next part of your own healing evolution. Allow that to sink in and allow your heart to open in as many ways as you can, allowing that heart, that unconditional love to flow over to others, not only to those that you perceive to like, to those neighbors who you do not prefer. Allow that unconditional love to nourish and change the perspective of those relationships. Allow that opening of the heart to heal all those wounds. Remember, these wars and feuds on your planet are only based upon the idea of separation, which is illusory. So for the conscious change to continue within your planet, how can you begin to affect that change through seeing where you continue to perpetuate separation? The easy part is to open your heart to those who you feel familiar with. But are you ready to open beyond the idea of the mind, open beyond the idea of separation and welcome all with an open heart and allow that mantra of unconditional love to illuminate each step forth on your path? That is our greeting to you, our dear friends. We thank you very much. We send our unconditional love to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. And thank you, Michael, for doing that for us. Was that the, the you, do you usually, um, is it the Palladians that you're channeling or is it they're different beings each time? There was a few different beings and energies that were speaking through then. Arcturians were present, Syrians, a few different beings from Orion, it seems, and some Palladian energies as well, all in alignment and service to all. Uh, more and more these days, these energies just come through in a voice of one consciousness, each kind of being in a committee, if you would like, sending in their own different energies to, to be shared and mixed together in one stream of consciousness. However, if someone does want to speak to one particular being in certain sense, that's that's something that can happen as well. But it normally flicks through and goes through many different energies so quick that it's difficult to tell who's speaking at any one time. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else um, that you want to share uh, before we wrap up? I just really want to thank you. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tiana. And an absolute pleasure to be here and just invite any listeners out there, if anything's resonated with you for today, or if you're slightly intrigued, please visit our website at casagalactica.com. As I mentioned, we're going through a lot of changes. So we also offer free consultations to people. If you're just feeling like I want to heal and I want to awaken, I don't really know what it is that I want to do with you guys, but I resonate with you. Please reach out and we'll be happy to, to share a free consultation and again, if anyone's interested in our upcoming plant spirit healing retreats and theaters and trainings, please reach out and we'll be happy to point you towards our, our waiting list. And then the last thing I would like to say is we have two more healing evolution workshops uh, arising uh, in the next month, which is Saturday, February 12th. Uh, the healing evolution workshop series triggers as portals for evolution. And then on Saturday, March 12th, the dissociation, it's not your fault, also part of the Healing Evolution Workshop series. And you can find all that at casagalactic.com. And if you have any queries about my wife's services or mine, we'll be happy, as I said, to, to arrange and jump on a call with you or 
answer any questions by our email. So thank you very, very much for, for having me on the show again. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Yeah, it was. Yeah, really great conversation. Thank you again for, for coming on and talking to us. And are you guys on social media as, as well? or? No, we, we decided about two years ago just to delete all of our social media accounts. And we did the plunge and <laughs> we're wondering what was going to happen because we did a lot of our marketing through through uh, social media, mm-hmm. but it was just one of those things that was no longer in alignment with us. So we just we just let it all go, and our business got better, and our life got better. So <laughs> well, good for you. I, Wonderful. Yes, yeah. Nice. yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, and uh, you take care. It was great talking to you. Yeah, both of you too. I just want to thank you so much, and I, I just want to say. I really appreciate when we do these podcasts of the five minute meditation that we get to do together. And I just, it's just really nice. I I really appreciate it. Uh, And I always appreciate both of your insight and your questions and your open hearts. And again, thank you for for holding this space for me and for for countless others and, and, and creating an environment to to bring different ideas and perspectives to to your listeners and all the work that you're doing for for the world and the collective. It's just, it's just really a pleasure to, to be here with you. Thank you so, so much. Wow, thank you so much for saying that. I appreciate that. Yeah, that makes me really happy to hear that. Thank you. And I'm excited about all the changes that you guys are making. I'm looking forward to seeing how that all plays out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Illusion. I'd like to say thank you very much to Michael and the Galactic Beings for taking the time to talk with us and for sharing their gifts and knowledge with us. If you'd like to learn more about Michael and Jamie and their services, you can find them online at casagalactica.com. And before we go, I'd like to say thank you to Tyanna Roser for all the work she does to keep this podcast going. I'd also like to thank Casey Henson for providing the music we use. For more information about us or to access past episodes, please visit our website, beyondtheillusionpodcast.com. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a rating for us. This will help other people find us. Take care.